All right, PKN episode one forty six. There it is, live. Um, oh, oh, you know what? I, I did the um. I was, I've got two things on my mind: the fact check and the Fox News third place mind. thing. Uh, I did some fact checking on what Taylor said. He was right and wrong. Um, I actually saw that too. I was like, oh, we were both right and wrong. Yeah, yeah. So uh, while it's true that CNN and MSNBC have been doing really well in the ratings and that they've been going up a whole bunch, um, the articles I read disappointed me and that they conveniently, I feel, left out that a lot of Fox News' biggest draws were at a funeral for Roger Ailes, the, um, the sexual harassment dude. An owner ah. of the company, so um, Tucker you know, Carlson wasn't there. Yeah, Tucker probably was, and whoever I don't even know with Meg. Yeah, whoever the gang consists of. Well, yeah. Van yeah. Susteren's gone to now, right? Isn't she got got some kind of a sexual thing going on? Like Greta Van Susteren, who I liked a lot, did, is she really? still in the network? I read about that. I don't no, know. No, if no, she's, she's not gone. with Fox. I think I, she's got a sexual harassment thing yeah. going as well against. I think I think against O'Reilly. I can only oh. imagine what kind of environment was going on there between like O'Reilly and Ailes. I imagine O'Reilly as Michael Scott. Like he walks in and he's got his fingers stuck through like the crotch of his jeans. He's like, ah! <laughs> he's like, just fucking with you. But really though, I'll pull it out, baby. It's, yeah, it's dude, a lot bigger than that. O'Reilly <laughs> had the, the tapes too where he is like talking dirty and such. Uh, he apparently was a sexual guy. And, and look, I'm all for O'Reilly fucking whoever he wants to fuck, but apparently <laughs> he used his position of power in the workplace, and they you paid know, out. What was I, you know what I think it was dollars? though. I don't think that, that, <laughs> that he was wait. necessarily abusing his position of power. I think maybe you know he's working so hard, putting in so many hours <laughs> in that building. He, he's like, well, where else am I going to find women? I'm here and I'm at home, and there's no pussy at home. I'm going to tell you that right now. Well, what like, he's thinking like, is he's like, all right, I can go out now. to, a, I can, no, he, what, what, what Riley's thinking is like, I can go out to a bar, I can scout out women, they'll know who I am because I'm Bill O'Reilly, or I can continue to hang out at the news station that hires all the hottest women in the city and brings them here. And he's like, ah, oh, this, I, I'm kind of living in a magnet right now. And so I'll just continue to hang out in my magnet. I bet he's gotten so much ass over the years. He's like, he's like Walter Frey, like, like you always say, what he's Walter. like, you know how much pussy I got? Yeah. They want thirteen million. <laughs> Nobody yeah. is as Walter Frey as Cosby. Year Fox of like speaking it. tours. But yeah, and, and uh, it's like now he's what embarrassed or what? No, he's just gonna be like, yeah, I got the money, I got the pussy. Yeah. Okay, I didn't retire on my own terms, but how many of us do? And you even know? now, he's not gonna retire because, fortunately, quote, you know, for him mm-hmm. that this happened in 2017 and not 1997. Because he could just start a podcast and it's like, oh, where are we going to find an audience? Oh, right. Those millions and millions of people who are waiting to see where I go. And so it's yep. like it's even like saying, all right, Mr. Millionaire, you get to take a bunch of freedom and you know what play you it up. However call you it, right. Doing it live with Bill O'Reilly. Oh, oh. He owns the goddamn internet. Oh. Someone tweet that to him right now. He'll, he'll, he'll do it immediately. <laughs> doing it live with Bill O'Reilly. And doing it live is all caps exclamation. Doing it live. With Bill O'Reilly. It's probably not oh, live yeah, if it's a podcast, but still a good name. <laughs> I'd take it anyway. Well, he, but but a million live, people would that say that. Part of the catch, right? Yeah, you got, but you got you to get into that. that Suddenly, thing, Twitch is going to open up a new political commentary chapter just for him. You know, yeah. like or he starts his own. Like, or it'll uh, be called like "Killing My Career." 
because all of his books are like killing Reagan or killing Lincoln <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or killing, you know, the Red Menace or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So it'll like, be interesting to see if those other news things it'll be start killing to the penis, the, do better in the, the, the feminization of the modern American man. That'll be his next. Dude, I I, I, I honestly do wonder what the environment at Fox was like. Like between, it seems like you know O'Reilly and Ailes, and I just have to assume if there's two, there might be three or four. I don't know. I made that up, but uh, like. Are they just like slaying pussy over there all the time? I, I like to think so. I mean, it it's more fun couch? to imagine that. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope that, like, you know, by 2019, those hot blondes newscasters are just sitting on a big leather couch and all the pretenses are dropped. <laughs> They're like coming to you live from the Fox News casting couch. Yeah, there's no longer even the pretext of political discussion. It's now just. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, taking way too long to close their legs, like shit like that. There was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard Stern gave him shit for the longest time. He's because he 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 talks about what he watches a lot, like, mm -hmm. and, and he watches The Bachelor. But he but as far as news, he's like, oh, Fox News. I watch Fox News. Of mm -hmm. course, I watch Fox News. They've got beautiful women. They're constantly. He's like, have you seen the new blonde? And they start talking about this lady. He's and they start looking up her credentials to try to see like, what is she? Pilates and a kickboxing instructor. That's what it was. It was like it was like it was like kickboxing. Uh, that was that was what she did right before this. She are had they, been like. They, is it true? I just have to wonder. Are they not being selective, right? Like, like remember when they said Obama oh, they was were a community organizer selective. and he was actually like a U.S. senator, right? But they acted like he went from. Or was she like a kickboxer instructor? But from Harvard Law School, they were or giving her a lot of shit because they all have like broadcasting degrees and stuff and uh -huh. like backgrounds and that. And I think they expect that among like fellow media members, journalists, and the like. And they were really dogging her because she didn't seem to have any real credentials. Of course, I, I, that was a show from a year ago. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But, but they were really hammering at home that she didn't have any credentials, that she was a kickboxing instructor, and her main draw was her legs. That, that, that's <laughs> I, what it was all about. I've seen that dogging of, of Fox News personalities in particular is not having like journalism degrees and such. But I don't agree with it. Like, I, I feel like this is a topic where you talk about the news and entertain people, and lots of people can do this. You know, a lot of – like, uh, Megan – Kelly, wasn't she like summa cum laude from an Ivy League school or from her law school or something? Like, I, I think so. I think she's very intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's real, real smart. Right. But no journalism degree. So suddenly she can't talk at the, on, on the thing. No, dude. Well, she's, she's an opinion. Almost, I'm, I'm all about Woody's position here. It makes a lot of sense to me because what the last thing you want is like some weird barrier to entry on who can really be considered a journalist, you know? Because a journalist is just whoever's currently performing journalism. Because uh, we live in a free country. We can all be, be journalists whenever no, no, we no. want. So, no, so the way I look no, no, at but it. it's dangerous, Kyle, to say that's not news because it doesn't come from this stamped journalism I guy. I think it's, it's dangerous not to the same way it's mm -hmm. dangerous to take legal advice Otherwise, from a non-lawyer or a medical advice from a non-doctor. It's not gatekeeping to say, no, 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 we want you to be qualified no, that's a false before you start informing though. the people. On, on, I, I don't think it is because I think there's – you know, you always talk about journalistic integrity, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is a thing. You, these, these guys go to jail sometimes to protect their sources. There's a big difference between that and just some guy who's got a bunch of like listeners or, or viewers. I, I I think there's a, an equivalency there that you can draw because journalistic integrity is a thing, and a lot of the people that we get our news from aren't journalists; they're opinion makers or just comment commentators. Comedians. But what you've done, if you if you establish that, then all that you say is that okay, it's not actual news unless it comes from this nice panel of pre-approved people, and everything that's you know you know a, a lesser known source, they're not as reliable and you know that's valid like if it is a lesser known source you do need to put more scrutiny but to outright say bah 
ridiculous. This didn't filter through that very closed and guarded gate of uh, professional journalism. Therefore, it's it's not valid. Like that's, that's it's a hard thing to, to do in that. It, it's hard to argue against that because our like generation of journalists don't seem to have all that much integrity, and so many of them are the opinion makers now. It seemed like when I was a kid, you had Tom Brokaw, and you could just believe what fucking Tom Brokaw said because he wasn't going to mislead you. Or oh, I would never tell a lie. And you know, way before him, you had uh, Walter Cronkite and those guys. Like you could believe Walter Cronkite, and if he said it, like it was fucking real. He was gonna, he was gonna shoot, shoot you straight. There wasn't gonna be some opinion piece mixed in, and like put beneath two layers of real news to confuse you. Now maybe that's not so true. So while I wish we had a return to that, people we could trust who didn't really have a dog in the fight. The challenge yeah, that would be is ideal. Voters are choosing their news, and politicians are choosing their voters. And the whole system is fucked. Let's talk fitness. I, uh, I'm currently down 10 pounds. It feels like a huge win, but I've been down 10 pounds since Friday, so I, I was hoping I'd be 11 by now. I've got a cool landmark coming. Like, so when I'm, if I get down 11 pounds, my weight starts with 2-0. It'll be 209, and I look forward to that. If it's 12 pounds, then that turns out to be the weight of two gallons of gas which is like a, a thing for me because I fly all the time. Like, and Oh, yeah, that actually makes – I was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like the weight of my paramotor, like that whole setup. And then um, if I'm does down – Does gasoline 50, weigh different than water? It does, which surprised me. I, I had said eight pounds on the show before, and everyone's like, no, it's It's six. less dense. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I just, well, that's, I, that's, so I knew it was less dense, and, and I guess you did too. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be like 8.1 versus 8.0 or something. I had no idea how significant it was. I had never considered it. I always thought liquid was eight pounds, but never really thought about density before I, then. I knew that salt water was heavier than fresh water. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, anyway, they're both in the eights, I think. And then the last one for me is 15 pounds. That'll be my halfway point. But, uh, but I'm at 10. And, uh, That's good. Yeah. Where'd your head? Oh, and um, the check-ins have helped me, and this is why. So yesterday, I was going to skip my kettlebell workouts. I wanted to. My wife had found antique furniture. And I spent from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. doing antique furniture-related activities, hooking up a trailer to the truck, hooking up a trailer to the other truck because the electrical hookup wasn't right, uh, carrying antiques onto a trailer, carrying the antiques into the house, up the stairs, whatever. I wasn't. I didn't finish like packing the trailer away till 3 p.m. and. Uh, I was like, oh my God, I've done plenty of weightlifting today. I moved like three giant pieces of furniture, but I had a check-in and I didn't want to have to explain it. So I whipped out the kettlebell and did my routine. So there it is. Good for you. Yeah. Muscle it out. Yep. How about you, Kyle? Where are you yeah, at? Yeah, I have been having a good time. I've cut my diet down to a, uh, a, uh, a much more healthy level. I uh, cut out all the awful things that I've been cramming into myself. And we're on a uh, a cleanse right now. We're gonna try to to get all the evil out, start <laughs> start trimming the fat off, and uh, start doing a lot of reps, a lot of uh, a lot of cardio, and uh, cut cut this five or eight pounds of fat off, and then and then see what it'll look like. Then I don't know. It's fun. We're just having a little science experiment over here with my body. It's not that I necessarily, <laughs> you know, I'm not necessarily. I'm, I'm not like ah, I really need to lose eight pounds, or, or I really need to gain ten pounds. It's more like I wonder what this will do. So we're, yes. <laughs> we're doing that now. Well, he did uh, four weeks of 4,000 calories a day in shakes <laughs> primarily, like lots shit. of milk. <laughs> then he spent two weeks eating nothing. No, it wasn't a typo, nothing. Kitty, yes. Kitty, <laughs> Kitty was like, Kitty was like, don't get the whole gallons of milk. Get two half gallons. I can't lift them. 
And I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna go through that gallon like in a, in like two days. Don't worry. Like, I've never heard that before. Get two half gallons. I can't lift them. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> she, she needed a four. She used four. She uses four pounders, not not eight pounders. So so so. But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go through that eight pound that uh gallon of milk in a in a day. I, You're not gonna have. To I ate that. like an asshole this mm. weekend just badly like i've been doing good really? for the most part with with eating and with well been doing better with working out than with eating but this past weekend because it was memorial day and there's so many activities and and shit I, I i ate quite a few hot dogs and burgers and drank beer which is like a good way to keep your beer intake less is what i do now and i keep it in calories everyone i have i'm like this is like you're drinking a sandwich you are drinking a sandwich right now. You may not feel like it, and this sandwich may tell you, you know, it would go great with this sandwich is yet another sandwich. You ever get, do you ever drink, like, the super fall. light beers, like a 64-calorie beer? I've had the Miller 64, and it just, it's, uh, it tastes like really flat, shitty, awful beer. So I just, it, was, like, it wasn't like I was drinking, like, that bad for you, like, stout, super heavy beer. It was just Bud Light. But yeah. that with burgers and brats and dogs, so... I'm uh, I'm back on the straight and narrow now because that's I don't know that this is how it gets out of control is one long weekend and then it becomes Tuesday and I was thinking today I'm like you know what Taylor you know what would be really good on the way home is if you got a burrito from Qdoba and as I was driving I was like uh, thankfully I had to make it home in time for us to do our early start hmm. and I was like ah, you know what no no because this is how you get fat again. Rationalizing a 1,200 calorie burrito because I knew, I knew when I walked in, if I have in my head, you're getting a burrito bowl, I will get a burrito bowl and because I'm already halfway there on the health, I'll go no to the cheese, no to the queso, just give me lots of vegetables and meat and I'll eat that. But I had it in my head, I was gonna get a burrito. In for a penny, in for a pound, my brain says when I'm in there. If I'm getting <laughs> a fucking tortilla, then I'm gonna get cheese on it. If I'm getting cheese on it, I'm gonna get queso. I'm gonna, and it was like, okay, no. No, 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 no. I got to be fucking careful here because if I do this on a Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday and then I'm halfway through the week and I'll just say, well, it's already shot. I'll have to pick this up again later. You know, like it's creepy when you can when you can see those slippery slope going on there. Oh, very slippery. Like like once you there's there's once you step off the slope and you slide a little, it it can get a game over real quick. You can be like, well, I mean, it is fried chicken is a lot of protein in there. Right. So. Maybe I just won't have the French fries. I'll just eat eight fried chicken fingers. And, and <laughs> I gotta wash I, that down with a tea, but I'll get the small. I had the a small trip up, sweet tea, kind of. So, what I am doing it as I get one cheat meal a week. I had saved my cheat meal all week long for Friday night, where I was camping, and there's less like options to eat and stuff. Where you know everyone brings a thing. Anyway, I had wanted these potato chips for ages, ages. I mean, all week long, I've been thinking about these potato chips, how much I'd like what to kind? have. They were Cape Cod t- t- with uh, salt and vinegar. They're and, really the, like kettle corn, t- like kettle uh, style, like really yeah, crunchy. Yeah, 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 yeah a little, little crunchier, like and they, they tend to not be in the right shape a lot. Um, yeah. they're, my, they're my favorite kind of potato chip and favorite brand of favorite kind of potato chip. And... and uh, like I, all day long, I'm hungry. You know, I know I have no food for tomorrow. Like the whole thing, and I got a plate of potato chips, and everyone was making fun of me for how many potato chips I was eating. But I, I was like, all right, look, a plate of potato chips, a lot of potato chips. But they were, it was one chip thick. One this plate. Layer. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was not like I had a heaping plate of potato chips, and I like poured the bag on a plate and tried not to have them spill over the side. No, they were just one chip thick. You know, I would argue that oftentimes when like, you, even you get chips as a side. If you were to take all the other dishes off and spread them out, you'd about cover the plate. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's what I had. 
but uh, do you ever do that thing? I've done it before where like I'll even try and lie to myself. Like I'll make myself a sandwich and get Cheez Its or Goldfish to pour on the plate. And like as I'm mid pour, I'll be like, What? Did someone call me? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh what oh, happened no. here? Well, everybody, don't worry. I'm not an animal. I'm not going to put my hands in these and put them back in the box. What's done is done. Tomorrow's a new day. You know, like you can, you can throw those away. Yeah, yeah, I'll take them. No, 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 I no, no it's on my plate. Them. They've been know. exposed to air. I already ate the extras anyway. Yes, I already ate the extras. You know what I have done? Not not that. That actually is not one of my flaws. But I will do this, in, in cereal especially. Be like, all right, let's have a bowl of cereal. Well, look how much is left. I'm not sure that's even a whole bowl's worth. Yeah. So I'll just pour all Make of it in bowl. here into this heaping bowl with hardly any room for milk and have yeah. all this delicious cereal in a super I did that with, with steak last week what? where I had I had a bunch of uh, beef tenderloins that were like four ounces uh, and I had and I made three of them and it was like, you know, so that's 12 ounces and I was eating them. And I like went back for a snack later, and I saw two more that added up to eight ounces. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to have a whole meal of an eight-ounce steak tomorrow. I'll just make these right now, add it on top of the steak I just ate. And then, you know, 20 ounces of steak is the meal. And as I was eating, like, the last bite of that steak, I'm like, man, that didn't make any goddamn sense at all. <laughs> like, uh, like that, that, that was plenty of steak I could have eaten it the next day. And I was like, man, that, that's a good mind power that I kept myself fooled until I was chewing the last bite. It's like, ah, I've been rused by myself. <laughs> you tricked you. Uh. Oh, yeah, I've man. been I've been pretty disciplined on the diet. Um, with, you know, with the exception of my one cheat meal a week. I think the wind's bad, and I'm going to go to Thai this week. But uh, and I'm down ten pounds. You know, the thing about needing to lose thirty is that when you lose ten, you're not like, check this out, ladies. It's and you got to keep in mind you only need twenty now. Yeah, it, it's easy but, to forget that. Like, all right, so you were at, what was your starting weight? Two twenty. All right, so like. If you go from 220 down to 210, that's a very different Woody than if you had just stopped on your way up at 210. Do you follow? No. Well, why wouldn't ah, they be the same Woody? Because you have the fitness now. You are a fit 210. You, you have went uh, down. It's different going down to 210 than it is uh, going up to 210. I had thought that, of that. that. Yeah. The you that sits at that 210 is a completely different individual on the inside. I will say the, this. The one that goes up and hits 210 as the one who goes down and hits 210. The 210, I see shirtless in a mirror. Uh, he's kind of a fat fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and I'm getting a pool. So these things are buzzing in my head. Uh, you know, what if we vlog? Paparazzi's going to be out there snapping yeah, those, oh, those pool pics. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I, uh, 205 will be halfway. And that'll be an exciting thing. I'd like I was hoping yeah. today I'd be down 11, but I wasn't. We'll 199 is going to be the real winner number because that's like the anchor point that if you do like tick back up to 201, it won't be like going from 204 to 206. It'll be like, oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> like, I was a better man and now I've lost it. That's a good at point. least that's how I am with those. When you finally get that one out in front, you're like, I'm not I'm not a starting two digit kind of guy anymore. <laughs> I don't know about you. Maybe you're the kind of person that lets themselves go. Not this guy. You know, maybe <laughs> I, I go from from fat to so overly confident like in like a six pound range between like have, 196 and 190 where have you seen that uh that's that, that thing on social media where like the this this somewhat chubby girl is saying something like when his when his height starts with the number five mm -hmm. and she's making a face like yeah like she'd uh, never date a guy who's five foot anything and then someone replies immediately 
when her weight starts with two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. And it's got like 30,000 retweets or something. <laughs> and only one of those is genuinely kind of shitty. Because you yeah. can't like work out and be like, you know, by this time next summer, I'm going to be 6'8". You watch. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. you can't do that. Like, but if you're 230 pounds and like other than that, you're pretty normal. Like, you're just... You're just lazing around in your own filth. Like you can get that fixed or whatever. I'm assuming how heavy this woman was. Two thirty in my head is is very heavy woman weight. Yeah, it's a big lady. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm doing the kettlebells and I have two motivations. One, I like the way Taylor's shirts fit, full homo. Two, I don't want people to be saying that I'm just losing muscle. Like that is the I'm eating so right and I and I don't want them to be like, oh he lost ten pounds, but it's something that Fuck you. That's why I'm, you know, lifting this goddamn kettlebell for no other apparent reason. Put it back right where I found it. But, uh, you know, I, I need to add that in so that the, now this week I'm doing it. I did it twice the first week because I'm old and you start slower than that. Yeah. Those are just the rules we work with. Uh, this week I'm doing it three times. And then next week I'll make a decision to either increase weight or reps because I'm already suffering less from my workouts now than I was last week. That's good. Yeah. Shows you're progressing. Yeah. yeah. Um, about uh, about our recent guest on the PKA, Kyle especially will get a kick out of this, but I know you will too, Woody, is I was listening to the newest Dick show today because it uh -huh. comes out on Tuesdays, and I was listening to it on the way home, and he was he, he was talking about, he's like, oh, I went, this guy Mercadurka asked me on Twitter to come on his podcast, and so I just like clicked on his link, and uh, you know, and he was like, and I saw a podcast he was doing with him and some girl, and I'm like, all right, whatever, and I closed <laughs> out of it, and I thought I was ready for for PKA, and then I showed up, and it was a totally different group of guys than what I was anticipating, <laughs> and so what do you do in that situation? Well, what I do is I start drinking. <laughs> and so he was like, and so I started drinking, and he's like, "Oh, and they caught me, and er, and I got caught in the most embarrassing lie halfway through." And he starts asking his audio engineer, he's like, "Do you, Sean? Do you remember FPS Russia, the guy with the Russian accent who shoots guns, and he's on YouTube, and we used to get hammered and watch the videos on all the time on whole Saturdays." And he's like, "Yeah, I do remember that guy." He goes. I did not realize that I was doing the show with FPS Russia. I thought that he was a Russian man. And so when, when you know, Mercadurka or whatever in the middle of the show said, you realize that you're talking to FPS Russia right now, I just sat there kind of drunk and said, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, fuck, no, 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 I can't go back on it ever. I can't go back. People know I lied. And, and he was all concerned about how he ruined the show by getting too drunk. And it was just it's really fucking funny that he had no idea. Uh, yeah, I remember that moment. Yeah, that was hilarious. You, you were like, you know, that's that's him, right? And, and he's like, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> I think I, I like that show. I wish I had slapped the top 10% label on it. I hadn't used that in months. Yeah. In you months. Really that yeah. would have been a oh, the I, next one will be top 10, too. I, st I swear it's every like 15 episodes I might call one top 10%, every 25. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's about right, right? It should be every 10. <laughs> should well, be every 10. Be. A little bit more now. I I got some backlog. We might use top ten percent for the next three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter if it's a good one. We'll end it after ninety top. minutes in an argument. <laughs> like, ah, it's great. <laughs> but I, I thought that was really funny. He he I thought he was an incredible guest. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, like I, I think it was a, a win like I know I went to his subreddit 
And uh, he, some of his fans were like, hey, this is working. I'm going to check out PKA. And I know it was to work the other way, too, that there are a handful of people who watch this podcast. Oh, definitely. Uh, hundreds yeah. Of people, you know, thousands, I don't know. But people will check him out because he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I have a thing. Did you guys see that art sale? No. Was, art sale. I did all not. Right. Yes. Well, I'm surprised you don't follow the uh, the high-priced art scene. I'm not I'm not up to date. I need to bone up on my high-priced quest <laughs> and art. Here, I'll show you the, the painting. Painting's not my cup of tea. Um, let's see. That black skull type thing. I know a lot of people watch this on audio. So it's abstract art. It looks like it was drawn, it was painted, but it almost looks like it was done with a marker or something because it's mostly lines. And uh, the lines come together to vaguely resemble a black skull and uh, with bad teeth. And yeah. it, it went for, it's a new record, uh, $110 million. And it this, one of the reasons it caught my attention, you don't think it's, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, let, let's circle back to the art in a second. The, the second place high bidder, if there's such a thing, was uh, the guys who sold the UFC, like one of the Fertitta Fer, brothers, I think. So that's, that's how it ran across me because I follow the UFC. I like Fertitta because it sounds more delicious. <laughs> but, Furtada, um, brother. Yeah, so this artist who made it is dead. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not an art guy, but I, I do know that that helps the value of their art. And uh, yeah, this thing, like, look, there is a lot of detail in this piece. Like, you could have made a skull with just, like, a black skull to me only needs one color, but he's got a ton there. Uh, I don't know what's going on with those teeth, and, and apparently they're playing tic-tac-toe above his head, maybe? Yeah, there's just tic-tac-toe in the back. Like, this is, I don't know shit about art, and so mm-hmm. someone can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, my feeling I always get from this modern art shit is that it's it's people who want to be artists, but they look at traditional, very, very good, very principled, very much following rules and disciplines to get, like, these beautiful watercoloring, you know, paintings or whatever, and they go, well... I can't compete at all in that arena. I can't go into the real arena of realistic painting and drawing and compete. I'll get blown out of the water. I don't have the skill for it. So I have to kind of make my own art here and pretend that it's just as deep in its own right, even though anyone can look at it and say, well, that doesn't really require the same level of of mastery because anyone can look at a a painting of of, of a lake, and if there's someone there with two arms or a fucked up distortion, they're going to go, aha, mistake, 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 I see it. But here they don't. Two arms is uh, appropriate. Uh, if if they have two yes, yes. <laughs> if they have two arms where one is like all fucky or something you'll look at it and you'll go that's weird but this so one perfect. this guy he goes you know well this nose is totally fucked but it doesn't matter there's no standard by which i can be compared to and judged therefore it's brilliant by default i i i think the problem is that we don't none of us really have any appreciation at all for art i mean you look at picasso's expressionism like, like all those weird like faces mushed together and stuff like the goal isn't to be a photograph because the camera already like got that down like while while i would group think this this isn't worth 110 million dollars to me and and, but but i know i couldn't create a anything that looked as nice i'd pay a hundred dollars for that and stick it on my wall but but no more (laughs) so no more abstract art right the cliche is that it's something everyone says they can do but nobody does right that's like the thing about abstract art and sometimes i've thought like 
I should do. I should just put like a paint the background, put like four different colored squares on it, and say, "Yeah, I made that myself." And everyone will be like, "I could do that." I was like, yeah, so could I. And and like just have a thing. I, but I wonder, like, when it comes to art like this, which I just find very difficult <coughs> to appreciate, I, is it possible that somehow, like, it's it's prestigious to think this is good? And that all people who enjoy art just start agreeing like, oh, yeah, I don't like that picture that actually looks like something I, is nice. I like this picture over here that looks like the guy was cleaning his brushes on. That speaks to me. It, it, did you impress your friends by liking this? I wouldn't that think you'd impress it, your but, but, I mean, there's someone who spent $110 million <laughs> on it for some reason. To I, impress I, his friends. He could have done a better job than that, right? Like, like, but, you know. <laughs> He's in the news. Yeah. This is US I just, uh, I just linked you guys to something. I don't know how good it's going to be, but it'll only take a couple seconds. We should run through it. It's uh, a Sporkle quiz. It's called, Can You Tell Us If This Painting Is The Work Of A Famous Modern Artist Or A Small Child? <laughs> this is fantastic. All right. Uh, let's put it on the big screen. All right. So on the first one, it, I'm, what, I'm trying to figure out if we're all looking at the same thing. Is it the one that's like some splatters on the, the canvas? Yellow, Almost looks red. like a red blood drop. Yeah, yeah. red and yellow. We're all uh -huh. on the same one. Red, yellow, uh, do you think this is modern art or do you think it's uh, done by a child? Uh, I'm going to say that this was done by a child. I'm going to say uh -huh. modern art. Oh, I take it so back. We should modern vote. art. Oh. I guess if I hit M, it votes. All right, so I think modern art was right. Yeah. Uh, it was because one... I tried to write toddler. <laughs> All right, so this one, uh, toddler. I actually think oh, it's I'm modern sorry. art. Well, this one, one it, it's just smushed around shit. But so, so it doesn't much... even have like the same. Is it, are you guys looking at the blue thing? Yeah. Yeah, just the. Blue I think thing. if it were a toddler, it would have more white space. I'm gonna say it's also modern art. All right, two to one, modern art. It is modern art. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, but this one, I think it's this modern one's art just again. Shit. <laughs> It's I, just swatches. I think this might be a toddler because I see the distinct like finger painting strokes on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the very small fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's modern art. I'm going to say toddler on this All right. Two. I'm going to go with toddler because it was two to one. Correct. It was a toddler. Toddler? Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly red one. Uh, I'm going to go toddler because of the, the white space. It, it certainly doesn't look difficult art. to do. So, Taylor, break the tie. Another toddler. Yep. We're right. We've gotten everyone so far. Uh, it's uh, got to be modern art. I'm going with toddler. <laughs> toddler on this one. I, I, I feel like I've identified the finger painting aspect of this one. I'm going toddler. I'm looking at brush strokes every time. Like, like I'm looking for something that looks mm. like an adult brush stroke that wasn't just like, ah. I'm looking for something Taylor. that looks like someone did something intentional. I'm, I'm saying... Uh, I'm gonna That's say modern art. this looks like a toddler did it. So I'm gonna say toddler. It looks again. like the horizon of the ocean, right? It was modern art. Ah, uh, toddler on this one. Oh, this one's oh, got to be a toddler. I'm saying modern art. Could, it was like, toddler. But see, Kyle is terrible at this game. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I'm going modern art. Uh, yeah, children don't pick colors this ugly to paint with a lot of the time. So I'm gonna say modern art because he's trying to be ironic. We're all right. There we go. Uh, modern art. I like this one actually. All right, so Kyle I'm said it toddler. Too. Ooh, I'm toddler. gonna say toddler as well. Oh, toddler all right. So I thought it was modern art, but it was two to one against me. It was toddler. Now this one that we're looking at here, 
is the crux of modern art or toddler because <laughs> it, it looks horrible. Uh, but and if you yeah. saw this hung up somewhere and they said it sold for a million, you'd say, yeah, sucker's and born every You know why I think deep. it's toddler? If they told you that this was like the Armenian genocide, yeah. you'd stare at it for 20 minutes like, yeah, I, I guess I see it. I think the way this was made no. was by taking no. a brush <laughs> and smushing it so that the hairs on it flared out and got messed up. I'm going toddler. I'm going to um, say... I, I, please go toddler. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going art. I'm going art. All right, Taylor, break the tie. Um, I, I would answer, but I'm already familiar with this piece. This is called uh, Post Nap Time Troubles. And, and it's uh, actually both. Yeah, a toddler and the modern artist. It's a yeah. toddler's I'm gonna, modern I'm gonna say art. Toddler. It was I'm gonna modern say toddler. art. It was modern oh, art. Oh, thank I'm God. So sure. That was a, a paper squished um, toddler. This I think is I'm only behind painting. by one now. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, this one is definitely. Are we looking at the blue one? Yeah. I'm going to say the blue one's modern art. I'm going toddler. I'm going to go modern art on this one. I was right. It no, was but it was toddler. a toddler again. Yeah. Man, was, these are I, I indifferentiable. That. Get that I'm going toddler, toddler on the phone. I want to buy that piece. <laughs> all right. Well, there's 20 of these, so we need to roll. Uh, Jesus. Or not do all 20. Yeah, or not quite do all 20. The last one, I think, is toddler. Oh, wait. There's a timer on it. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to go toddler, too. So, and we were right. And the timer should expire. Three, two, one. This last one just says Hector. It's got like, like, like. All right. Oh, that was art. Yeah. Um. No, 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 no. The point is that it's not art. It's it just looks like a toddler scribbled it around uh, on there. You know, well, like if if, the... uh, if you went to any other form of art, like if you went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, right, and you go and take a sit down, and he goes, all right, I'm gonna bring out something for you. It's going to be made by me, Gordon Ramsay, one of the most famous chefs to ever live, or it's going to be cobbled together by a child in the back <laughs> it's like all right you know what do you think this plate is you know well there's a clear filet mignon that's been butterflied there's my sauteed green beans next to it i think an adult made this what's this <laughs> well it's a it's a it's a it's a cup full of dirt and a little bit of kitty litter on the bottom uh so it has been dropped is it something more talking about the the state of the food industry she uh, calls it a mud muffin yeah she, she calls it a mud the muffin. chef calls it a mud muffin i think we got eight right and three wrong <laughs> that was our score. That's. I feel like we could tell the difference. I think going on your cooking thing, if if it was like, hey, was this Gordon Ramsay or a child? I would get all of them right. Oh yeah. Oh, I would sure. too. Unless but the child could cook well. That's unlikely. He, no, he, even then it would like. No, I, I think I could tell deep. just by the screams from the kitchen which one it right. was. <laughs> <laughs> one guy drops well, f bombs and the other kid screams was for terrible mommy. Terrible at deep frying. Do you see that shit? God damn. Yeah. <laughs> like Absolutely awful. How are you expecting to introduce food to this lemonade stand when you can't make a single entree for, for the customer? Uh, I, I just try to do for fun with my mom and my dad and we become my sister. You're not taking this any seriously, Susan. You know? <laughs> I can just picture him getting so fucking mad at those kids. All red-faced. <laughs> yeah, <that's> Spit. <laughs> this is a lifestyle. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you have to live this. Ramsey, I, I, it's nice when you see Gordon Ramsay be like a nice, like gentle, warm guy because it, it's so it's it catches you off guard. You're like, oh, oh, okay. There's this version of you too because you're so used to the the cunt version of him that just screams at people for cooking poorly. I, I, I you know, you it like seems almost random to me which meals he likes and doesn't. 
right? Uh, I have seen meals delivered to him that looked fantastic, and he'll be like, this is chewy, you don't make your own pasta, garbage, garbage, garbage. And then I've seen, like, home-style, is this racist to say, like an Aunt Jemima-style? That's very racist, yes. Is it? I'm trying yes. to paint a picture. Okay, black I woman with an apron and a do-rag. Okay, like, yeah, all right, thank you. That'll work. I, I don't mean to be racist. You know, nigger food. No, no, I'm just <laughs> trying to paint a picture. I don't know what to say. But, but yeah, like a, a female soul food chef deliver what looks to the eye to be a plate full of slop. And he'll be like, this is perfect. Nailed it, you know. Your only problem in this restaurant is marketing or something like that. Yeah. And I think, man, like. I, the only thing I thought—it's a good thing we taste food and we don't look at it because you'd never know. But don't you? Yeah. <laughs> don't you a little like? Sometimes you don't like I, like I, like. There's a lot of like stews and like stuff that come out of the slow cooker that look pretty gross, but they're just delicious. Cadoba has a um, I don't know what a gumbo. I get gumbo. Yeah. There. I like... Oh, I know. So look, I haven't had it in months. I did, ah, this burned into my head, and I don't know why. Uh, I I let this. Per it's weird the things that can hurt your feelings, but um. Guy said, I didn't take my diet seriously because he had seen the desserts that Jackie brought me. And, you know, clearly I'm bad for that. And it's like, no, stop. Those are the desserts that got me here. They're not the desserts that help. I haven't had any desserts since I'm trying to lose weight. That's, that's what caused the problem in the first place. And uh, uh, somehow that ties into the Gordon Ramsay thing, and I've lost my train of thought. Damn it, I'm so sorry. About, uh, the food? About the food not looking good, but being good, or not? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was, a was it something about black people? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was the collard greens, wasn't it? You were going to get a whole tirade. That is a, a food that is oh, the, grievously underrated. Collard greens are, are real good, oh, and the way yeah. they look is not good at all. So that's a pretty good point. I was going to say, I wanted to talk about Cadobas without people thinking I was currently eating there. But yeah, oh. the gumbo is uh, is outstanding. That's my, I love that's gumbo. I, like. um, I was on the uh, Gulf Coast down there where they had the oil, oil spill in Louisiana, and we stopped at this like seaside restaurant. There was like a really big, nice place. Oh, that gumbo was so goddamn good. I, it, it, that was the best. I, I guess I was really hungry that day because it's imprinted in my brain forever how good that gumbo was. Yeah. And and also because you could look out the window and there were black people on the beach. On the beach, the yep. whole beach was black people. And, and 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 look, they weren't out there in like jeans and shit like normally. They had board <laughs> shorts on. Like normally, they had. I swear to God, there were black guys playing volleyball. I saw. I saw. Did they know they were black? I seen because they might Dude, not have. They were even. They were even playing the right way. Like, like they knew how to play volleyball. It was shocking. Yeah. It, it, the whole beach was populated by black. They weren't even black. playing the right way. I was talking to a black guy on the beach. Like, now, at the time, I was a total beach rat. Every, I spent all my days at the beach. I've worked on the beach. Beach, beach, beach was my thing. <laughs> and game. Uh, this black guy comes out. He rented an umbrella from me. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm just taking my kids to the beach because they were curious about it. I wanted to prove to them that there's nothing fun here. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, it's not working, is it? You know, like the beach is the greatest. But yeah, there was a real disconnect there. He, he's, his whole point of going to the beach was I, to prove how bad I it am was. A, as, when it comes to the, the beach, I'm very much a black man on the mm. inside. Uh, I, I just, I, I despise all that it is. Woody um, probably I, loved it as a lifeguard who liked being active. 
you know, you see see a lot of black people <laughs> coming on. You're, you know, you're, you know, Ooh. maybe it'll be a more difficult day at work. Asian maybe, people. maybe some more. Asian dr- people. Oh, do Asian people? Oh drown? my God, they're the best customers ever. <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a real high chance that you'll get to pluck one out of the water. This is something I want to ask you. What uh-huh. what weird stereotypes, if any, did you notice doing that about who tends to drown? Who handles drowning the best and the worst? Not that like anybody's like you know five stars at drowning. Uh huh. Um, so you know what I, I said, Asian people, and there is some truth to that. But really, the clothes made the man. Like if someone's out there swimming with a t-shirt on, or better yet, if they bring their sunglasses into the water, ah. then, I, then I know these are not watermen, right? Like real <laughs> water, water people. Yeah, watermen is a surfing term that they use to, to mean I do okay. more than just surf. I, like I also paddleboard and kayak and whatever. Watermen. And if a guy's wearing sunglasses over the water, this guy's not a fucking waterman. He's more likely to be a, a well, we called him a customer, but you know, a victim. Yeah. And uh, um. So that was a good tell. The clothing somewhat. Asian guys who weren't Americans were often, like, terrible. I don't know why. But, like, if they were actually, like, if they had accents and they were from something not American, then uh, then they were great customers. Um, yeah, that about gives it up. Meaning the less American the Asian individual, the more likely they are to have trouble swimming. Yes. If, if it's an American huh. Asian, they're just, like, white guys, really. Like, they swim and they do regular stuff and... Uh, Back home, they use pool to execute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Political <laughs> prisoner. <laughs> Every time I go on the Asian servers on Player Unknown, like like those guys are serious. They're screaming at me, and I don't know what language. It, mm. it, you know, there's. Uh, I leave my mic open, and I start. I'm speaking English, of course, and they hate that for some reason. And I just we start screaming each other, him and I don't know what, and and me in English, and it's a lot of fun. I, I've, I've really been digging the player unknowns. I've been playing with a lot of fans. Uh, a lot of our fans are actually like really, really good at the game. Uh, I found a guy who's like a, a Counter Strike pro, and uh, and we've been we've been winning a lot. Uh, we've been playing squads and winning several times a night. That guy from uh, the Hangouts a, said that he was good. Mate, he, I, he, I he's from California recall. and has guns. Hmm. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the the big guy who who's like uh, red? He's in a he, it looks like he's in a garage, and his parents are very rich. Yeah, he has a big beard. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. Like young with a big beard. Yeah. Yeah, he said he was very good. You know, I I didn't want to give him any shit, but he was like, "Oh, I'll kill anybody just because I know how people think." And I'm just like, "No, nah, that's not how it works." That's, Don't that's not you how it works. think we, it is a little like I I feel like well, like, so if it was Call of Duty, you'd have like basically like, stay out of the field. That's where the baby buffalo roam. You know, you you like set up positions of advantage. You know, to go the long way around the map because you cut across the center and everyone's aiming at you. Um, yeah. That kind of like take that, add more complexity to it, and maybe he's good at it. No. Oh yeah, there's lots of. I mean, there's definitely tons of mind games in there. Like, like it, it certainly happens because I'm in this building, you're in that building, and I can hear your footsteps. You can hear mine unless we crouch, aim, walk, which moves you at like 0.1 <laughs> normal speed. So like, there's a lot of mind games that go on, but that's not gonna like get you a win. There's plenty of times when I I outthink the guy, but he just outshoots me because he's just so much better at shooting games. Or he he just outshoots me, or his connection's better, or whatever. But like with that game, you can play any style. That there there's a guy, there might be a a player in there who gets 20 kills in a game. Uh, there's 100 people dropped in. He's got he's got 20 kills. He's got the best of everything. But I might still beat him just because I play um, kind of a pacifist role, and like I don't take the, every gunfight I see because I'm trying to be quiet and stealthy, and I just sneak around because. Every few minutes, that, uh, that, that poisonous gas encroaches and makes us play in a smaller and smaller play area. And it's very easy to get stuck outside that play area and just die. Uh, and, and as far as running across open fields, that's a big, big, big no-no in this game. 
because uh, you know if you're out there 400 yards in a field, it's a long run to get to cover, and someone's just shooting at you all day, and they just kill you. But the circle forces you into those shitty scenarios. So end game, you're laying in a wheat field just 18 feet away from another guy, laying in a wheat field, and everybody's crawling, just just terrified. My heart pounds so much in this game <laughs> that I wish I had a heart rate monitor because it's more like, like I have to really get cardio going before my I can I can like hear my heart in my ears. But regularly in this game, it's doom 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 doom. And my teammates are the same way. I think it's just a product of the game. Like they'll be like, "Oh God, my heart's racing. My heart's racing." Stream. I wish you could live stream. This sounds <laughs> like I'd, I'd watch your live stream. I it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I've gotten better at the game. I, I'm certainly not um, good at it, I guess, among amongst all the players who play it because they play PC shooters. But um, I can hold my own, and I don't get embarrassed anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. Yeah, I wish I could stream too. That'd be that'd be fun. That's it. They. Ch- uh, Oh, go ahead. I was going to talk about something else. Uh, oh, I'll just wrap it up. Like That is, to me, one of the biggest downsides of living in a rural area. Like We live at yeah. a time in America where it's like, oh, yeah, electricity just doesn't make it out to my house. Right? Electricity makes it everywhere, but quality yeah. internet doesn't. Nope. So, Taylor, you had a thing? Yeah, it doesn't just have to relate to hockey. It has to relate to sports as well and fan involvement. Hmm. So, uh Throwing stuff on the ice is something that just happens in hockey games. In Detroit, they throw dead octopuses on the ice or dead squids on the ice. And for Nashville, they throw catfish on the ice. Obviously dead. You're not smuggling a, a live catfish in. And uh, in, game in one Philly, between... you just throw whatever they handed out as a prize uh, on your Philly way Philly is uh, <laughs> batteries. <Yeah. laughs> they throw batteries. So it's not as bottles. fun-loving uh, in bottles. A bottle but... Jack Daniels? How'd you... <laughs> How'd you even get that in here? That's a, that's a lot of cost commitment to that throw. You know? But this bunch. guy, I guess, snuck in and heaved like the the video i saw of the way a guy snuck in a giant squid into a detroit red wings game <laughs> grossed me out so much because it showed the guy apparently this is from a while back had a couple squids on him you know bring a, bring a couple <laughs> As you do. and so he like put squids on him and then like held his hands up and had his friend go around with just saran wrap and saran wrapped a squid and then like as a layer on top of the other squid they put it on and then layered another squid on there the dude only got <laughs> one squid hucked out before the picture of him in his you know mugshot or is him holding his shirt up with the squid <laughs> taped to his stomach. <laughs> but he, 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 didn't, he didn't get in trouble or anything. They didn't charge him or anything. This what one, were they charge him with? Exactly. The, last <laughs> night at Game Concealed 1, Pittsburgh squid. versus Literally. Nashville, a Nashville fan threw a giant fucking catfish out on the ice. Uh, they arrested him, apparently, and it says that uh, after being kicked out of the arena, the fan tweeted the midday 180 radio show, in Nashville, uh, the account later stated that he was not arrested, but was not welcome in the Pittsburgh area again. Uh, and uh, Jacob Waddell has since been charged with disorderly conduct, disrupting a meeting, and possessing instruments of crime. <laughs> Wait, but he was from Nashville, but he went to a Pittsburgh game, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah shit but like that, I'm is, pretty sure you could just ignore. Like, it, yeah, he's not welcome in Pittsburgh. But yeah, I would go back to Pittsburgh. They're not going to get me on those squid charges. Yeah, I... I, I look, yeah. I, I'm not an attorney, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if you have like disorderly conduct and you don't plan to go back to that state again, you can just fuck off. What you gotta do? Send a U.S. marshal after me on squid charges? <laughs> it may be it because I mean I don't know what uh, dis- disrupting a meeting. If like, are we calling a hockey game a meeting? Not a lot's getting are. solved. 
Yeah, I think and they just found possessing... every charge they could find of a catfish position. <laughs> what could we file the catfish under that's criminal? Just instruments of a crime. We'll revisit it later. You know, that's ridiculous. I think you should be able to throw dead animals at sporting events at, at your leisure. That's just I me. would prefer it if it were the dead animal of the opposing team. So if, if I mean, just, just hear me out here. You're, you're in Dallas. You're playing the Cowboys. You, you throw a dead fucking Cowboy out on, on, on the field. Let this them know is making a lot of sense. Right. Carry on, Kyle. Do you have any more examples? Dead Cardinals in St. Louis? A whole bag That's what of- it is. It's just people from Chicago. It's just a bag of dead birds <laughs> that they throw. And as you would throw a dead bag, it would really just kind of be like six dead birds made it more than a few yards. Other than that, <laughs> it's a pile of dead birds. <laughs> right? Yeah. On the poor people in front of you. you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking this through. Like, if you play the, the Orlando Magic, do you, like, have... Like David Copperfield and Effugi, and you throw them on the. <laughs> <laughs> throw them on when you the, play the National Predators, <laughs> like throw, like uh, when you play the National Predators, you throw you know a defaced cardboard cutout of Bill Clinton on the oh, ice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Bill Cosby. That works. Number of Bill O'Reilly, man, Bill. A lot of <laughs> I, you know, I was going there. with Roger Ailes on this. I'm surprised we didn't make our way to him, but. Yeah, that's. I fine. was just going as many pedophilic, not pedophilic. I was going predator. He's a sexual predator, Roger Ailes. Yeah. Yeah, as I was just saying Bill. I had Bill predator. Clinton, Bill Cosby, Bill yeah. O'Reilly. I, I, there should be a distinction because like, I, I, I feel that too many people get slapped with pedophile and too many people get slapped with sexual predator too because yes. there's a difference between like a 55-year-old oversexed man in a position of power who's, who like, lets you know you got nice titties or, or, or pinches your ass and a 35-year-old man who is grooming children at the local daycare. Like, like oh, yeah, we... When we work out, we take our shirts off. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, yeah. And We're then, all strong. Like, a, like, a different one yet. Difference. One I have even more sympathy for is like two 15-year-olds in the backseat of a car receiving yeah. and, and giving a blowjob. And suddenly, like, the girl's parents press charges. And it turns out it's illegal to receive a blowjob from a 15-year-old. Even yeah. if you're also 15. Like that's... Or if, like, a 16-year-old a, a boy or 16-year-old girl is sexting another 16-year-old mm-hmm. and they send, like, a dick pic or a twat pic or a tit pic or whatever to one another. And it's like, oh, now now you've engaged in child pornography. doesn't We can't get involved a in the shot. mishmash of realizing that these are just two hormonal teenagers who want to fuck. Like, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's actually nefarious is what it is. It's actually pornography. Yep, like, yep, yeah. They're, they're selling they're... it. They're, and, yeah, and it's hard yet. to be pro pedo if you're in any kind of political position. If you're a lawmaker, Very it's about time that uh, that someone stands up for, I don't know, kids like that. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not pro pedo to say, hey, maybe kids sending pictures of their dicks to each other shouldn't be called pedophiles because they're still children and they're just doing stupid stuff. Here's my well, thought like process on there. there. I, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, the, the rules in North Carolina for engaging in sex are something like you have to be 14 and you have to have been within four years. Check the birthdays, right? So if I'm 18 and you're 14, but I'm really like three and a half years older than you, we're good to go. I think that should extend to the pornography rules, right? So if I'm 19 and you're 13, it's child porn. If I'm 16 and you're 13, we're both kids. It's just illegal, yeah. No, no, it... it, <laughs> it, it well, okay, 13, I think I maybe went too young. But if I'm 17 and 14, then they're just 
all all kids and it's not a I think we have thing. to be I think you just yeah. have to educate your kids on that not you of course but, but but because there's that thin line where now like the pedophile employs children to like move his kitty porn around because they're immune from kitty porn charges right yeah like now they become that little kid who's running the drug money around uh so they're going to use a uh, proxy pedo yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm 15. I can send all the kitty porn I want immune from all charges. There isn't even a, there's laws on the books that specifically protect me as a 15-year-old who sends kitty porn. So I'm the one in the organization who sends the, the files. I do that. You know, nah, I, I feel yeah. like I just said some stuff I don't want recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be edited up real nice. Hypothetically. <laughs> You're the next Milo. <laughs> I wonder how Milo's doing. Wasn't he doing his big comeback this month? I feel like he didn't I, uh, get the uh, attention. He after was his Twitter for. got banned, I really, I mean, the only like point of contact I had for him is that I followed his Twitter account. And then when they got rid of that, it's not like I searched out new ways to keep tabs on him. It was like, well, I guess if he's not that coming back on Twitter, that's about my extent with Milo. To me, he kept making news. Like, that's how I sort of kept up with him. Not so much on Twitter, but he was always saying something on a college campus, part of his tour. He got on Bill Maher's show. Uh, he'd be invited on whatever, Fox, ABC, etc., to talk about things. I always kept up with him because he kept making news. And then he's like, I'm coming back in May. I'm going to be making news. And I don't know if he tried or not, but I just haven't seen him. The reason you haven't seen him is probably because nobody is... I think all of the stuff you just mentioned has stopped because of the pedophile thing. Like, he probably can't get on any shows or... Get That's speaking it. engagements at a college. No one wants him to come speak at their college. I think he's blacklisted from so many places. That's racist. It is not. It's not. He's gay listed. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's gay listed. <laughs> no, yeah, I want to say that they like that the press is intentionally not covering him because really what he does is just provoke people and they don't we should have him on the show. Maybe we could book him again. I'm sure we could, there, there's no like better punishment against a provocateur than to not give them attention. Because, like, the best-case scenario for Milo, like, given that everybody understands he is a provocateur, like, every time that there was a big uprising around him, he loved that. You know, yes. like, that's how, he, that's how his bread is buttered. Like, the, the best, like, he would love for you to be upset by what he says so much more than to go, eh, whatever. I, I, I'm, uh, meh, I'm not interested. The, the, um... I, I saw, like, towards the end, as people were, like, kind of tearing him down, someone said something that really made a lot of sense to me. They're like, you know, he describes himself as the world's most dangerous faggot, right? And they're like, he's not dangerous. He is a spider on the cushion. And it's the freaking liberals that are just scared to, ah, spider on the cushion. And it's like, if you could stop being such a pussy, then he wouldn't be dangerous at all. And, like, you know, I, I kind of represent Team Blue on the podcast here. But I hate that those guys are on my team. The union? Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> like, you guys typically take the yeah. Republican role, and I typically take the Democrat one, even mm -hmm. though I think in reality we're all pretty lined up on the issues. Yeah, we're, we're not too far apart from each other. But, uh, that would tickle me a lot. I like that. <laughs> the union? I don't know. No, you were what? like, I fight for Team Blue. I was like, the union? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the Confederacy a, was gray. The Confederacy are fucks. I feel like history has been has represented them way more positively. They did not fight for America. They fought really? against I... America, the Confederacy. They, they, they fought for slavery and the, uh, in, in, in an effort to leave America so that they continue to enslave black people. And I feel like history is like, oh, you don't understand. It's states' rights. It's, they just wanted their freedom. Dude, no. These were evil, evil fucks trying oh, to enslave people far. and break out America. 
the evil happened. They were like evil the, without calling Washington evil in the same stroke of the pen, right? Like, I mean, like the only was, reason, yeah. The it, only reason they it, didn't have slaves in the North is because cotton didn't grow in the North. Uh, most of the people who owned those large plantations were Northerners. They had slaves in the North. They, no, the, the reason that they didn't have it on that scale, I mean, is that you didn't have... Well, like, they you had couldn't factories. Grow cotton they had plenty of jobs for slaves. But not, like, at that time, growing cotton... Like, we weren't, like, giant factories where we are now. Like, post-Industrial Revolution. Like, they weren't just in enormous factories. <laughs> Dude, to I've got some positions for slaves around here, and I don't even have a company, really. <laughs> you know? No. We could all yeah. have slaves. I could have some house slaves, you know... You would definitely have some house slaves. Yeah, you'd have an Aunt Jemima. The, the reason that Aunt Jemima is a racist thing is because aunt was this like connotation that you threw on a black woman to explain that she's like your servant. She's the old aunt like like the the who like lives in your kitchen and and cooks our food for us. Like like aunt is a is a derogatory term. So his uncle. Like you you'd call a black he like, hey, that Uncle Tom. Yeah, these yeah. Are, yeah, Uncle Tom, yeah. the whole term. I don't know. Like, so Uncle Aunt Jemima, Ben's rice and Aunt Jemima's syrup are. Oh my God, Uncle racist. Ben's is racist, isn't it? Oh, Uncle I didn't Ben's even. Rice. I, I always thought, oh. I, feel ah, like I just thought that was a dude. Watching the Sopranos, if you keep watching The Sopranos, Meadows starts dating this guy who's half Jewish and half black. Uh, Tony calls him the Hasidic homeboy. <laughs> Jamal, Jamal Friedman or something like that. He keeps cracking these jokes, you know? And uh, he has this like intense conversation with him where, where, where he's like, uh, you know, tell me about your people. You know, and he explains to him that he's like half black and they get in this little argument. He's like, you know, stay away from my daughter, et cetera. They leave, and then he has this panic attack when he opens the cabinet and sees the Uncle Ben's rice. <laughs> really? I never put that together. I feel like these things That's should funny. stop being racist because no one says <laughs> uncle or aunt in those terms anymore. No. And it, it, we had a guest who was from Iraq, maybe, and mm -hmm. uh, he was talking about Allah Akbar. And he's like, oh, we're very clever. We use Olive Akbar in a lot of situations, and therefore it doesn't really have a terrorist meaning. And I say, horseshit. I'm telling you, if... if um, I don't know, intensely racist people started calling black people dude all the time, I would have to remove it from my vocabulary. I can't just say, no, dude pre-exists. No, no, no. It gets subverted. Is that the term I'm looking for? Uh, yeah. I, w I wouldn't want to give like a group of shitty people the power to change your vernacular, though. They have it. Like you, they have it. It they, happens all the time. You but know? only if you allow them to have it, though. Like, only if you give in, like, if let's say dude. Dude, that's a good example. Common vernacular. Everybody knows what it means. If they start saying dude to be anti-Semitic or something, and uh -huh. then they do the whole Pepe the Frog reverse engineering things to be racist, and then they say, hey, you can't say dude anymore. If you indulge them and say, okay, you're right. I shouldn't say dude because of this new thing that you're shoehorning into our vernacular. What you've done them is you've set a pre then is you've set a precedent that they can change language however they want as long as they can get two dozen people really upset about it enough to contact whoever the hell on Twitter or Facebook. Like, you, you don't want to give those people that power because they're never going to say, they're never going to say, okay, we're good. We're good. We got all the words. We got it. Because they're not, they don't actually give a I fuck about the people and the from, words. They just want to control your language. I don't want to be the guy that leads the the charge on like continued ownership of dude when I know it's hurting a lot of people. Like, like I think I, I'm making this up, so... Don't, don't go what is history. But I imagine that at one point calling someone a colored person was a way to get away from nigger, right? Like, like all right. Negro. Look, or, or Negro. I, I don't think black people like being called Yeah, it went in stages. Right. So then it, I think. I'm oh, they were fine up. with Negro. Yeah, I, I think that when they went to colored, that was an effort to be nice. And then that became bad. So now you don't say colored. 
You know, that's it, why the NAACP changed their name because it hurts their feelings so much. For yeah, they were the. I'm kidding. They didn't the change their name. They're for colored people. They didn't change their name. The National yeah. Association of the Advancement for Colored People. It. It's just it's it's a They're ridiculous colored. kind of standard of where it's people pretending that they have other people's best interests in mind, but I think that it's really just semi-authoritarian assholes trying to control the way you speak and box you in with your thoughts and make it so you can't leave the little you know thought plantation. You gotta use the words that we say are okay. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't. This, this word is now fucking Remember, bad too. You, you if you were gonna continue to use it, are you gonna be a dog whistle for anti-Semitism? No, just, just fucking settle down. And then they remember? hide behind this uh, this curtain of, but it's uh, it's hurting other people. It's hurting other people. That's why this big group of white people is telling you what not to say for fear that those other people you know might get wind of what you're saying. Like no, no, no. You remember when you're not Michael being Scott, Michael Scott thought it was collared people? Yes. <laughs> and, and Stan was like, it's colored people, Michael. No, because he, it, 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 oh God, I, what do you say? He's, he's like, no, it. He's like, no, because you don't call them collared people. Yeah, that's what it was. He called them colored greens. And he was like, no, that's because you don't call them collared people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was case, something like that. The colored I, I, greens. I, and that's I, a funny I'm joke. with you most of the way, Taylor. I'm not on board with the they're trying to control you type thing. I think they're being oversensitive. I think that they're, they, they think they're doing the good thing and advocating on behalf of Indians when they say don't say redskin. You know, but I don't think it's Some of them do, but you, you can't paint with a brush that they all are like that. They're not story. a lot of I'll use any brush I yeah. want to. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. I don't mean to be removing your lived experience. You know? <laughs> no, when, uh, yeah, yeah, you're trying to control my thoughts and speech. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It just the the social justice warriors I run across, I think they're operating from a genuine if it's not virtue signaling, then it's they think they're being virtuous. Uh, I haven't seen them like try to control and beat down all the you're right. There's probably some aspect. I don't know. I but, think I mostly agreed with our guest, though, because like yeah. I, I was, I, I was like, the Iraqi guest? Oh, the yeah, uh, Allah I, Akbar. He was, he on was the Allah, pro Allah Ali Akbar. I think I, Allah I think I'm pro Allah Akbar because uh, I, I was oh. like, I think it's like, like, all right. Every time you watch a World Star Hip Hop Hop video or a YouTube video where some bad shit is going down and there are English people, what do you constantly hear if there's a bunch of people watching a plane crash oh my God, or cars oh my God. burn? Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! And and I think they're pretty analogous and i said that on the show and then and he agreed and then i was like but we don't often go oh my god oh yeah. my god while we saw heads off that Kyle, is the if there was the difference is that if there were christians out there and before they cut someone's head off on live leak they said Jesus is great. Jesus is the only way forward. <laughs> Jesus is all I'm all about. And then you would have to, and then if you ever heard somebody in public going, oh, Jesus, you'd have to be like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. No, it's just, it's one of those peaceful Jesus folks. It's just <laughs> like, like, no, it, it wouldn't happen like that. It's just silly to, I, first of all, when you don't speak a language, you only know like certain little tidbits of other languages, you know? And so the ones you get hammered with over and over and over become the most easily to retrieve. So Al-Akbar is one that we all have heard many, many times on the news and YouTube videos or wherever. And so when you hear it, there's already like a visceral thing because the only time you've seen it isn't that all these prayer houses, because we don't live in the Middle East, we just hear it on the fucking news yeah. right before shit blows While up. While the rocket-propelled grenade is still in flight, <laughs> you know, yes. Akbar is what they're saying. And, and, and I, I believe the language can be subverted. I, I, I think if dude suddenly became the way that everyone like put down Jewish people, I don't know, I just made I just grabbed that one. Then I think I, you, know, you should stop saying dude because now it's become a slur. And Allah Akbar, like, nope, you're not clever, 
by you know saying it all the time, which is what Did his you see claim Clerks was. Two? In no. Clerks Two, um, they explain to one of the characters he's completely oblivious that porch monkey is a derogative yeah, term yeah. for black people, and he's like, no, 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 no way. My grandma used to use that all the time. You know, she, she'd see us being lazy or sitting around. She'd stop being a porch monkey. She, they're like, that is very racist. She's like, huh. <laughs> Come to think of it, she did once call a broken beer bottle a nigger knife. <laughs> and then he decides that he's going to take it back. So he's on a, he like puts, he takes tape and writes on the back of his like Burger King uniform. It's not Burger King. Uh, 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 porch nice. monkey for life. And then they're trying, he's having to defend that to black customers. It's, it, Wanda Sykes comes in. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good movie. I like, I like that's Clerks. That's a pretty funny comparison. I, yeah, I, think I thought was show amazing. Going. Clerks 2, I lost its magic for me. Of course it did. It was not at nearly as good as Clerks One, although, although I swear I was I was 20 years old when it came out. Um, so, the whole donkey show had me rolling laughing. And the funniest part of the whole Clerks Two experience is that um, that employee at the burger place who's very um, naive about everything, and he thinks that his girlfriend has a a pussy troll living in her pussy named Pillow Pants. And if he sticks his dick in her before they're married, it'll bite his dick off. And he explains this to them super matter-of-factly with the same confidence that, like, a 14-year-old kid explains sex to a 12-year-old kid, right? <laughs> and still incorrectly. My yeah. favorite part oh. of that show was the debate over whether ass-to-mouth was yucky or not. And in the very end, they concluded that in the right situation, ass-to-mouth is good. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and... I'll give away the end. Uh, one of the main characters dates the girl that likes ass to mouth, and I'm like, ha well, he's gonna, huh? Well, good for him, I guess. <laughs> you know? got the panties in her vagina. Rosaria Dawson is so fucking hot. I really like Rosaria Dawson. What did you say about that, her vagina? I missed you already got what? She got the mayonnaise in her pussy earlier in that movie. She's like, ah, oh, you weren't the one with mayonnaise in your cooch because they banged on the, the the preparation table. Ah, I forgot about that. I like those movies. The things we remember. Well, that's a good note to end on, perhaps. Of yeah. course. All right. PKN, episode... We apologize to any colored people who listen to the show. All in good fun. And anyone <laughs> with post-traumatic stress disorder over mayonnaise cooch. Any colored people, either. <laughs> <laughs>